Hey everyone, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. Today it is the 8th of September 2022, and on today's show we take another look at conference realignment on the heels of comments by Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark about what they're looking for in conference expansion. We'll discuss the college football playoff, what that means uh, for conference realignment. Also, a quick look at some of the games coming up this week. Full preview is coming up tomorrow, but we're talking expansion today because Brett Yormark sounds like he has potentially a target or targets in mind. You are locked on Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. Before we get rolling today, please subscribe. We're on the hunt for 2,000 subscribers. We're trying to get there before the end of September. We're over 1,900 right now, less than 100 away from 2,000. Help us get there. Please, please, please subscribe to the channel today. Also, if you want to join in our CBS Sports Pick'em, over 60 of you have already joined. If you guys want to join our CBS Sports Pick'em, you guys go there today, make a CBS Sports account under their College Sports Pick'em, look up the group Locked On Big 12, use the password Big 12, just B-I-G-1-2, no space, no caps, and you guys can join in. It's free to play. Top three winners at the end of the season will get prize packs, courtesy of us here at Locked On. So go join that today. All right, that takes care of the admin. Let's get down to business. Uh, so full preview coming up this weekend for all of the games. Kansas uh, Kansas State versus Missouri. Kansas, West Virginia. Alabama versus Texas. Baylor versus BYU. Texas Tech is, uh, is taking on Houston this weekend. A lot of big games across the Big 12. Full preview, full breakdown on a football Friday tomorrow. Also, I've got a great breakdown of the Oklahoma State and ASU game. You guys can find that on the Locked On Sun Devils channel. If you're an Oklahoma State fan, go to Locked On Sun Devils channel. I'll add it to a playlist here as well on, on YouTube for Big 12. But I previewed the entire thing with the guys over there at Locked On Sun Devils. So go check that out as what's well. a 30, 25, 30-minute 30 preview. So we won't spend too much time on that game tomorrow. All right. So Brett Yormark made some comments during his stop in Cincinnati and Justin Williams over at the athletic asked him some questions and Brett Yormark had some thoughts. Now, first thing here is he says the process on TV deal and no TV negotiations has started. He said he met with ESPN last week, had a great meeting with them. So I think that we're aligned and like-minded where we want to go in the future. I'll be meeting with Fox in the next week to gauge their interest. Obviously these are conversations to explore if it's in everyone's best interest to go early to gain clarity, my gut tells me that both Fox and ESPN would like to do that. I'll know for sure once I meet with Fox next week. I thought that comment was telling. Number one, it disproves what John Wilner and John Canzano were saying about uh, ESPN. They, they said they're not starting negotiations yet. Well, this was like, what, two weeks ago? And then... Uh, the reporting was really, well, they're going to start next week. And it turns out it's true, right? Because Brett Yormark talked talk to ESPN. It sounds like ESPN for sure has an appetite for the Big 12. That, that sounds like really from his comments, not sure what you all took 
And once again, make sure you guys go read at The Athletic. But it sounds like ESPN, on the heels of losing the Big Ten, has definite interest in continuing their television relationship with the Big 12. And I think that makes a lot of sense. We've talked about those reasons before, but also we'll hit them up again right here. I mean, that noon window they have, sure, they have the SEC and they have the ACC, but the Big 12 does fill that time slot. The Big 12 also, as it you know, as it grows, and we were even seeing this week, it's going to be filling more time slots. I mean, the Big 12 this weekend has games starting at both 11 Central and 9 Central, right? So if you're going to use the Eastern clock, which a lot of the TV folks like to use, noon to 10 p.m. is when they have games starting. Guys, there's going to be over 12 hours of Big 12 football this weekend. I mean, there is a game in every single time slot, and uh, not every conference can offer that. Not every league can offer that. I mean, the Big 10 will be able to here, right, once they add UCLA and USC, but the Pac-12 doesn't offer that. The ACC cannot offer that, and the SEC cannot offer that. I mean, the SEC could if they wanted to, but really – they can't. I mean, the Big Ten can't right now either. But like starting in 2023, UCF could play BYU at noon Eastern or UCF could play BYU in Provo. At, and and uh, the first game being obviously in Orlando. Uh, but UCF could play BYU at 10 o'clock Eastern time, right? Eight Mountain time for that start. So they they have that flexibility across the board to do this. And I think uh, ESPN especially – with the way their programming works, they 100% have interest in that. Fox, you know, we always thought Fox would be the interesting one. We always were not sure if, you know, what, what Fox's interest would be. But you know ESPN, after losing the Big Ten, wants to continue to take that market share. And I think that's really interesting, something to look at right there. The next thing it, we have to mention here is Brett Yormark's comments on realignment and expansion. And I'll, I'll read the comment right here. Justin Williams posted this on Twitter. I can't really tell where this is from. I, I mean, it's in the athletic article. I'm not sure where, where he's it's just, it's not in the actual article itself. It's just a snapshot of the quote. Big 12 commission Brett Yormark on potential future conference expansion and what, uh, what schools would be additive to the big 12 quote, well, I don't want to get into the specifics, and I appreciate the question. What a nice guy. But obviously, going out west is where I would like to go. Entering that fourth time zone, a program that has national recognition, one that competes at the highest level in basketball and football, stands for the right things, is a good cultural fit because our alignment right now because of our alignment right now and the like-mindedness of all our member institutions is fantastic. It's never been better. So I don't want to compromise that. And that's critically important that there is a right, that there's the right cultural fit when you think about coming in and being part of what we're building here. So a few things here, let's, let's start with the, um, the, the cultural aspect of this thing first, you know, guys for Brett Yormark being somebody from the outside, like what his job is to do is package this thing and sell it, right? And so while he's on, he's on this big tour, I love it. He's on the tour right now, the Big 12 tour. He's got to be doing this. But I love the Big 12 tour. Like he's understanding what the product is. He's trying to understand what our, all of us, all of you all out there, what your schools bring to the table and what he's putting together. 
Hey everyone, quick break in the action today lets you all know that we are brought to you by Upside. From cringing at the pump to getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant, inflation is hitting us all where it hurts and it really hurts. That's why I started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for everyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With every purchase, I'm earning cash thanks to Upside. To get started today, download the free Upside app, use the promo code Locked On, and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Next, claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card, and get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn up to three times more cash back with Upside. So download the free Upside app. Use the promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 cash back or more on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code LOCKED. And if you're a fan, and I know a lot of you all had some concerns about cultural stuff, not saying you're wrong to do so, but I know all of you all had thoughts about cultural fit. Yeah, if you're one of those people, you actually have to appreciate Brett Yormark here saying, like, we're not trying to add anybody that's going to stir the pot in terms of cultural values or is going to mess up what we're building here in terms of what everybody's priorities are. So if you're one of those folks who have, we've heard from many of you all and appreciate your opinions, not saying I align 100% with that. I think a lot of us just put that stuff aside and make some money together. But Brett Yormark does value that, and a lot of you all value that, and obviously people in the conference value that. So I actually might be in the minority, in my opinion, on that. But that's besides the point. you got to appreciate the fact that Brett Yormark has identified that. Who is he talking about here? Is he talking about a school in general, right? He's saying, um, obvious, so he wants to go to the fourth time zone. Now, it, it, the way he's talking, it sounds like he is talking about a specific program. He could be talking about a specific profile of a program, right? We want a school that fits this bill. Um, or he could be talking about, you know, a school in particular. And the two that came to mind when I saw this were Utah and Arizona. Um, Utah, now on the basketball side, is not as good. But Utah is a team that has been competing for Pac-12 titles Year in and year out. If you watch Utah's recent performances, why would you not want that program? I mean, Utah, remember, they're, they're a relatively recent addition to the Pac-12, and they went out there and won it by beating, uh, you know, Pac-12 staple Oregon twice and then putting up a really brilliant performance in defeat against Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. And then, look, I'm not sure if you guys saw the Utah-Florida game from this past week. I had it on uh, in addition to all the other Big 12 action that was happening, that was, that was kind of when the Big 12 crappers were happening, right? Those, those were the, not the good games happening at that point in time. But Florida, or excuse me, I thought Utah was the better team. Now, the best player on the field was Anthony Richardson, right? Um, but Utah, to me, looked like you know the better team. And the fact that Kyle Whittingham can keep putting these teams out there in the field, Utah's got staying power. They're in the late time slot. They add into that. You know, they're feeding into that. They're a really good football program. Basketball doesn't matter as much, obviously, in this case. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the one that does matter. Um, you know, they, but they fit that bill. I mean, from what, what they bring to the table. And also, 
like they do kind of align a bit more with some big 12 stuff just because they've got BYU in the conference now. Right. Uh, you know, it is still Utah. So there's a good Mormon population. They do call that rivalry between BYU and Utah, the Holy war for a reason. So there are more people that are, you know, uh, of the faith. And also there are more faith-based schools as my alarm goes off. Uh, there are more, sorry about that folks. There are more faith-based people, uh, or institutions rather in our league, the big 12, right? TCU, Baylor, BYU. There are more of those. Just There just are more of those institutions here in the Big 12 than there are in the Pac-12, right? So that, that one makes sense. They fit the time zone description as well. And then the next school I want to mention is Arizona. Now, is Arizona competing at the highest level right now in football no, but they did just beat San Diego State, and it appears Jed Fish has them on the right track. So I want to give them credit there. So that program is is recovering. And like, it's not like they don't have you know really exciting players. Remember Khalil Tate, obviously Kadeem Carey was somebody who was really impressed when they were Scooby. Right? I mean, they've had good players come through there. Like you know, I'm just saying in the more in the more recent years, um, obviously they've had a lot a lot of really good players going to be, you know been through there before. But um, yeah, I mean, like this is a school that is kind of on on the rebound there. When it comes to football, it is in the time zone you want. It is in a state that you're not yet in. That's the one big distinction from Utah. Like the one big distinction that Utah has over Arizona right now is that its program, football program is a lot, is in a much better place than Arizona's is. The one thing it's got working against it is that the Big 12 is already in Utah. Now they could they would definitely be capitalizing more off, you know, more people in Salt Lake City, which is still a decent market to have. You you, you basically, I mean, you corner that that'd be a Big 12 city, right? Salt Lake City would be becoming a Big 12 city if you did that. And so I think that'd be something interesting there. But Arizona is a place that you are not yet in. It goes to that Western time zone. It offers you that t- more of those TV slots that we were discussing earlier in the show. And then the other thing is. I mean, the basketball implications here would be absolutely uh, unreal. And I'm, I'm totally forgetting um, who is uh, the, the Tommy, what's his last name? Uh, Tommy Lloyd, the Arizona basketball coach now. Like, that program is back-back. I mean, they looked so good last season. And they're starting to get star players. I know Sean Miller was a guy who got DeAndre Ayton in there, but like they're getting stars. You know, I mean, you look at all the guys they had last year. Benedict Matherin was a lottery pick in the NBA draft. Um, I think it was it Dylan Terry who was also a, a drafted as well. And they've got a bunch of guys there. Coloco, uh, obviously, too. I mean, this is a program that is right back where it's supposed to be. And think about. Think about all of the awesome games that we could make with Big 12 basketball in Arizona. I mean, you want to talk about those Saturday Sonic blockbusters they do? Baylor and Kansas going to the McHale Center. Uh, like sign ESPN is saying, where do we sign? You can put those games at 9 p.m. You can put them at 7 p.m. You can put them at noon on CBS. I mean, if you're looking for game of the week potential, when you add a school like Arizona, and you add them into the mix already of what is a awesome basketball conference, Texas Tech, Baylor, Kansas, Oklahoma State. I mean, we're making marquee matchups every single week with Arizona. And, you know, and, and 
I mean, the Big 12 guys, like every single day of the week, they're going to have a, it's, it's going to be a good basketball game. It's been bonkers already with 10 teams, but like, you know, think about Iowa State, not the not the craziest, strongest brand in the world. Iowa State, man, was in the Elite Eight. It was Elite Eight, whatever it was. Uh, um, it was what, Sweet Sixteen, uh, and I mean, they had been you know, they won like two games the year before. Iowa State's back in the mix as well. You know, Texas and OU are leading, but there's still so many good basketball programs that are in this league. Cincinnati's gonna come back on the rise. BYU, I think, you know, obviously always really good. And UCF, remember they should have beaten Zion Williamson's Duke team too. Like this league for basketball is going to be nuts. But when you offer two KU Arizona games a year, two Baylor versus Arizona, two Texas Tech versus Arizona, two Iowa State versus Arizona, Two Baylor versus Kansas, two Kansas versus Texas Tech. I mean, we're talking just prime, but it's, it's that prime beat. That's the USDA cut prime beat. I know it's basketball. I know it's not as related, uh, or not not as you know hefty as football is in terms of value. Sometimes that we think, but I think hoops still has value, folks. I mean, we're talking about that. Um, you know what that contract for the NCAA tournament nets the the NCAA what it nets them I mean you know we're only talking about now the college football playoff TV contract eclipsing that and so you know it's still a valuable property it still fills up a lot of programming every basically every single night on the ESPN family of networks from November all the way through March the conference basketball tournaments and then all the way into for the women's tournaments too now it's gonna be on ABC I mean, we're talking about November to April, night in, night out, day in, day out, Saturday, Sunday. You know, it's I mean, seven days a week. And you're talking basketball content on all of those days and not just basketball content, but the best basketball conference in America. You add in another amazing program with a great atmosphere. I mean, the Big 12 is going to be rocking and rolling between November and April every single season. And so to me, you know... I would be pumped for Utah because it's a really good football program. It's an awesome football program, and I think it would be great to add the Holy War in conference. I, I really do. I've mentioned that before. But now I'm thinking about the basketball implications. I'm thinking I'm, I'm just, like, so pumped for that. And somebody actually mentioned this channel, like, you guys talk basketball more. We're not going to talk basketball as much during, obviously, during football season. There's so much football to get to, and it's so important to all of us. But, you know, when it comes down to the realignment stuff, it does matter. It should be thrown in there. So I think that is an important note on all of this is that when we talk about that profile, the fourth time zone, a program that competes the highest level in basketball and football, a good cultural fit because of the alignment that institutions have currently and who you add in. I mean, I just talked about, you know, a school that fits that billing Arizona does and Utah does. Honestly, if you combine them together, you get a great football program and you get a really good basketball program and upcoming, you know, basketball in one and upcoming football in the other. It's kind of a good combination. So, like, if I'm targeting two schools, um, I am targeting those two, I think, off the top. Excuse me. Colorado's, you know, they've been good in basketball recently. Not as good. Um, but they've been, still been really good. I mean, it's still, it's, still a really, it's still a decent program. And then uh, Arizona State, I mean, they're up and down in everything right now. I'm sure they'll be back, but they're up and down in everything right now. So those are the schools that I believe Brett Yormark was talking about um, when he when he made that comment. And one more thing I'd like to mention here before we kind of wrap things up is, uh, you know, you do have to think, though, and this is the next part of college football playoff stuff, 
is that they have to figure out the revenue sharing. And that is going to be critical. The six AQs does one thing. For the time being, the six AQs will protect uh, may and does maybe keep the Pac-12 together for a bit longer. It obviously, in some way, shape, or form, protects the Big 12. And, and also, it makes them more valuable. It makes both conferences, I have to say, more valuable as a TV commodity because basically every single year now, the Big 12 is going to be playing the conference title game will be a de facto play-in college football playoff game. I mean, there's not going to be years. It could happen, but a year where the Sun Belt champion and the Mountain West champion or the AAC champion are better than two of the power fives. So I think it's a really low possibility that that happens. And with that, um, you'd think that now the Big 12 basically, once again, becomes a de facto, uh, like the conference championship becomes a de facto college football playoff play-in game. And that automatically makes the, the game more exciting. It makes the conference product throughout the year more valuable because there are tangible stakes every single game, each game, right? You know, the conference race, the conference title is going to define who goes to the college football playoff. So that makes the product more valuable to ESPN, to Fox. So that is one interesting thing we have to look for. I do think that the expanded CFP does hold off ex- major, major expansion for right now. But look, Brett, your market company, they want to add more teams. They're not just complacent because the CFP is expanding. Like they're still interested in adding other markets and doing so. Yeah, that's cool. We, uh, I talked about a little bit and I thought John Willard made a good point. Um, the Big 12 could go after San Diego State. Here's the one thing you have to note though with that. If the Big 12, if the Pac-12 went and snagged a school that's 50 miles away from Los Angeles or whatever, how long it is, uh, the Pac-12 maybe should fold up shop. That's what John Wilner said. And I actually agree with them. Like, if you're going to let Big 12 go into Pac-12 country and poach the maybe the best, of, probably, yeah, no, I'll say it, the best available brand in your space, then, uh, you know, it's time for you probably to get out of the, get out of the college sports business, Pac-12. So I think it's pretty critical that they do snag that. But look, it's not like it's it's not it's it's not a foregone conclusion that SDSU joins the Pac-12. I would say it's the most likely situation that happens. But Brett Yormark clearly still on the hunt in in the the, the expansion space. He's been aggressive. He's being proactive. He and I like that because the last time realignment came around, right? The Pac-12 sat in their hands and said, "Nah, we're good." They formed the alliance. They shut down CFP expansion and then got poached and are now paying the consequences for it. We're seeing the reverse of that. Brett Yormark is pushing the issue when it comes to college football playoff expansion. He's pushing the issue when it comes to the next television contract by opening up early negotiations. And he's pushing the issue still when it comes to conference realignment, despite the fact that maybe those other things we talked about could slow that down because, hey, you know, we're good, actually. It turns out people do want us. It turns out we are including the next CFP. No, he's not letting that slow him down. And that's what I like about Brett Yormark. He's basically delivering what was promised, the energy, the kind of pushing this conference forward, getting this league in a better spot. He is delivering on that so far. And I think these comments highlight the fact that the realignment side of things, um, you know, he's got some schools in mind. He has got some schools in mind. Uh, he has basically built that profile. And I think Arizona and Utah are two of the schools that he's definitely talking about. We know they have interest in them, but I definitely think those two would be the first two off the list that you'd like to go after in the Pac-12. All right, that will do it for today's show. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, my friends. 
please, please, please do that. Help us get to 2,000 subscribers by the end of September. That is our goal. We can definitely reach it, but we need your help to do so. Make sure you join our CBS Sports group today uh, for the college football pick'em. You guys can do that. Easy to do at CBS Sports group. It's called Locked On Big 12. The password is Big 12, B-I-G-1-2, no space, no caps on that. Uh, till next time, my friends, as always, stay safe. And also the preview, the, the full weekend preview coming up tomorrow.